there, you're listening to Park Rush. This is a theme park podcast. Uh, I'm Tom, joined, hopefully, as ever from now on, by Josh. Hello there. Hello there, Josh. How are you doing? I'm pretty great. We've queued a long time to get here. Yeah. Fast passes were simply too late in the day. It so was, yeah. We, we, get any. we queued and queued, and now we're here. We've been let into the studio to record. It's taken us four months. Exactly. It's We've a queued long a, queue. a long, long time to finally get ready to record our first episode. Um, yeah, we uh, we are both, I would say, sort of theme park aficionados, I guess. Yeah, you could say. Yeah, or, you know, I like theme parks. I like theme parks. You know, Sados also yeah. works, I uh, suppose. But yeah, I guess you know we both have uh, a history of of trying and failing to put together successful podcasts. <laughs> that is true. Uh, and we have an even longer history, I would suggest, of going to theme parks. Even yeah. So you 100%. know, we've combined two passions of ours into one here. Yeah. Um, and slapped a terrible name on it, and here we are. Yeah. The Park Rush podcast um so we're hoping this will be uh you know uh, either a weekly or, or fortnightly show um we'll be talking about primarily in what we would describe as our i guess standard episodes um sort of the latest news and speculation from theme parks uh, all over the world we won't bias well we probably will bias slightly towards um orlando which is where we're most familiar with but also the uk here um and also as part of those standard shows we'll have a sort of topic of the week as you like. And uh, we'll also be doing trip reports. We we try and get to theme parks um, as regularly as we can. Um, and whenever we do find ourselves making a trip, we will come back to you with a report. Yeah. Um, so we have a few of those in uh, sort of the offing at the moment. But debut show. Debut show. It's going to be bog standard. Well, not bog standard, I hope. I hope sort of spectacular, yeah. and um, and we will continue to operate at that standard from here on out. But um, I mean, should we get cracking then? Should we dive into the to the news? We I think we should. Of, um, the plan is to sort of pick out sort of three or four stories each episode and sort of talk them over, really. So it's a period of great upheaval, Josh, at a number of theme parks in Florida at the moment. They've all, I think, for a number of years now, kind of been looking at that Harry Potter stuff and thinking, we need to slice of that pie. Yeah. And sort of slowly but surely everyone else has kind of been catching up with that. Um, it's been really good for park goers. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I must say, and this sounds spoilt, and that's because, frankly, I have been, uh, when it comes <laughs> to uh, sort of the regularity with which I've been able to go out to Florida... On, on holiday, but I did feel like there were a number of years where I was going, where it did, as much as I loved it still, it was very much a sort of been there, done that, know what to expect. We had Literally an itinerary. Literally got the t-shirt. Exactly. Plenty of t-shirts. Yeah. Plenty fact, of baseball caps. In, indeed. In my part. Socks, novelty socks. Can't go wrong with some cool novelty shirt. socks. Well, they're not necessarily practical to wear in Florida. You know, it's more of an ankle sock <sighs> yeah. environment, really. 100%. But anyway... Um, uh, that's a topic for another day, I suppose. But the last few years, certainly since Harry Potter um, uh, opened, the yep. first Harry Potter land, it does feel like there's been a sort of steadier stream of new stuff. And looking ahead to the next sort of four or five years, it's all going to go mental. Oh, yeah. Um, at yeah. Disney especially, I think. Disney World, you know, got their 50th anniversary coming up yeah. in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, then 2022 is the Epcot 40th anniversary. Um, not that you're counting. Not that I'm counting, no. Um, you speak as a man who's looking forward to going back or something. I know, yeah. yeah weird. Um, but yeah, we kind of have a pretty good idea of some of the stuff that is coming to Disney because they've announced a lot of stuff. Yep. So, you know, you've got Star Wars, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. Epcot, you've got uh, Tron. Ratatouille. Uh, Ratatouille's coming over um, from Paris. Um, they've obviously just opened Avatar fairly yep. recently. Um, but Toy Story Land's recently opened. Yes, Toy Story Land. But um, we have a report here, and I don't know if you want to pull it up just so we could source it properly while we're here, but some sort of speculation that, of course, much of the focus in terms of um, Disney utilising Lucasfilm property at their parks has been on Star Wars, uh, understandably so. But I I guess one of the sort of long-running partnerships that Disney had with Lucas um, is actually Indiana Jones. And they've had this stunt show um, at uh, the park formerly known as MGM, (laughs) For as long as I can remember. Oh. Yeah, I know. I still call it MGM. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Who doesn't? I mean, there's talk that it's not even going to be Hollywood Studios no. for much longer. I've heard uh, Cinemagic might be in the office. Cinemagic. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, there's so there's a an article that I think it's from Orlando Weekly. Is that is that mm. right? Originally. 
Uh, yes. Um, about Disney trying to sort of make a bigger home for Indiana Jones at the parks. At uh, Orlando specifically. Right. Because, uh, as we know, there is a Paris ride. Yes. The Temple of Peril, is it? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Le Temple de Peril or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Good, good French. Nice, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Brexit. Indeed. Uh, and then you got, uh, is it California? You have a ride that is similar to Dinosaur. Okay. Uh, Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, and I believe there's one in Shanghai, maybe as well. Or Tokyo is also one of those two has got an Indiana Jones ride. Right. Yeah. Um, but in terms of Florida, it's just the show, correct? Just the stunt show, At yeah. MGM, yeah. Which has been long rumoured like it's going to go. Yeah. And it's still there. And I'm glad it is. I think it's yeah. you know, been for a couple of years. But it, as, it as far as I'm concerned, it still holds up. It was one of the things that was in the offing for um, to be gone when Star Wars came in. That Part of that land was going to be used for Star Wars. Right. And then people were like, you can't get rid of Indiana Jones. No. Indiana Jones is great. It, it, indeed, it is. Um, and so, that, yeah, that's how it's been retained, you know. Right. So th- this report about potentially an Indiana Jones land, is this going to be at Hollywood Studios and sort of branch out from that show environment or, or is this somewhere else? Uh, so this is uh, at Hollywood Studios mm. um, or whatever it will be known as and it's taking over some of Echo Lake okay. area, which is the lake outside of the Indiana Jones stunt show. Yeah. Uh, and also taking up the land where the stunt show is. Oh, okay. So that'll be gone. Oh, so they're going to get rid of the stunt show yeah. as part of this. Interesting. Um, and then they will take over some of the backstage area as well that's behind the stunt show uh, to form this new Indiana Jones land. Huh. Um, so I would have thought they would have done it like they're did, like they doing with Star Wars and also like they've done with Toy Story, which is they've had a, they've got an existing attraction and they just build around that. Well, so that's the room. There's another part of this rumour time. Oh, right. Where Star Tours might go. Really? Yeah. Uh, and, huh. part, and that land eventually would also be used as part of Indiana Jones. Hmm. Uh, and the Star Tours ride might move elsewhere. Oh, so there'll still be Star Tours. Yeah. That's that's still a great ride. Yeah. And and purely from like a business standpoint, which is, you know, a big part of how these decisions get made, obviously. It's not just that they want people to have fun. Um, alas. It's about that De Niro. Indeed it is. That Robert. And, and it and it feels like Star Tours is almost uh, is almost as much as as it is a good ride, it's also a good marketing tool for Disney because it seems like that new version has been designed for like new Films, for yeah, like and they, they can just do a new scene, slotted straight in yeah. there, and um, you know, one one would expect uh, you know an episode nine uh, inspired story to become part of Star Tours Absolutely. eventually. So to get rid of that ride would seem strange. Yeah, uh, so that's that's one of the the two ideas. Um, I can scroll down this article here. So I mean, you guys at home or we're on the train wherever you are, listen to this lovely podcast. Can't see this, but. Uh, so this building here is a uh, is the Star Tours building. So we're looking at the Star Tours building. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and next to that, so this is the Indiana Jones stunt show. Yeah. This is like the canteen. There's like a canteen area here. Right. Um, so that'll all, all of this will turn into Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, and then potentially this bit as well. Right. Because if you notice, this uh, Star Tours isn't anywhere near Galaxy's Edge. Huh. Uh, is it not? No, you've got. Um, Muppet Vision 3D, and the... oh, see, I didn't know that, so I, that does, I guess, change things a little bit because obviously, I, I mean, I haven't been back since, but um, Midway Mania is is actually part of the Pixar Land now, right? Like the yes. Toy Story Land, it, it's it yeah. So they built the rest of Toy Story Land behind Midway Mania, right? And changed the entrance point, isn't? Yeah, is they right? spun the entrance point around the back side of the building. Okay. Um, um, oh right. So yeah, I guess if Star Tours is completely cut off from Galaxy's Edge, that that is a little odd. And maybe that would make some sense if they were going to move that. Yeah. But I get, yeah, I suppose, I mean, that park has been a bit of a building site for a, a while now. And then they say, oh, and now we're doing Indiana Jones. I don't know. Will, will people who maybe go there regularly feel like uh, this is still a building site? It's, you know, I thought we maybe this park could settle down for a bit here now. Or, I don't know. Well, no, that's the thing, you know, um, it's, it's that sort of part of the park isn't really used that much 
it's more of a thoroughfare, or it will be used as quite a big thoroughfare into Galaxy's Edge. Mm. And what they want to then do is take away some of the people from Galaxy's Edge into another land. Um, so it's not because eventually you're going to not be able to get into Galaxy's Edge because everyone's going to want to go there. Yeah. So they need somewhere else for these people to go. Right. Um, and the stunt show happening four times a day isn't really taking up enough capacity. Sure. To whereas an on you know a couple of ongoing rides. Yeah. Um, so as part of that, if you include Star Tours mm. in this plan, it's ten acres or forty-one thousand square uh, meters, right? Um, of land that will be taken for this Indiana Jones land, mm. uh, and in there will be a couple of rides. Okay. Um, so you've got uh, a recreation of the Indiana Jones ride uh, in California, right? Which is sort of like dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Is there much story to it? Because obviously the, the ride in Paris is the only one I'm familiar with. Yeah, and that's that could be anything really. I mean, they don't even play the music no, at true. any point, even it's, in the queue. Um, it's a lot more like Dinosaur. There's there's a bit of a story to it. You're going into a temple. Yeah, uh, you're in one of them. You're in like a jeep. You're in a giant hat. You're in a big jeep. Oh, okay. yeah. Nah. Uh, and you're you're you know there's blow darts going around you and. Snakes and right. why has it got to be snakes? Why does it have to be snakes? Um, yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Huh, okay. So, I, I, I've always wanted it to come to Orlando. Right. Um, but no, not yet. Anyway. Uh, and then also, um, two uh, Pin Ferrari TL59 looping coasters for you roller coaster nerds out there. Okay. Can you contextualize that for me? Is that. What, yeah. What, uh, so, that ride uh, in Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, the Indiana Jones Temple of. Peril. Yeah. That is a Pin Ferrari TL59 looping coaster. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so one of those. Yeah. Or two of those. Two of those. So when the one in Paris was originally designed, there was meant to be two of them running side by side. Oh, right. So this isn't going to be two rides. It's going to be one ride with two tracks, like a Julian Dragons type situation. Uh, similar, yeah. So it's two different track layouts. Right. Um, next to each other. Okay. Uh, yeah, and they sort of, I guess, sort of dual uh, a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was the original plan for Paris. They didn't have enough money. Right. So uh, they only did the one, and then it was really busy when it first opened, and everyone was like, oh, we should build the other one. And it was like, ah, no, still haven't got enough money, sorry. Mm. Um, I guess the thing is, though, I mean, with a ride like that, I mean, to everyone, really, Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford. So just making, like, a ride that's like, you know, oh, uh, this is meant to be, you know, we've done it up to look like a temple that Indiana Jones might explore. I mean, to me, that's not... Indiana Jones, that's just a temple. Yeah. You know, like you need I feel like these rides need a bit more character to them to really make take advantage of the fact that this is Indiana Jones and not just some generic like because you know, Adventureland at Magic Kingdom, if you they could slap they could change the name of that to Indiana Jones Land and be like, Look, it's a jungle and it's yeah. like where Indiana Jones might hang out. I was like, Yeah, sure, I guess, but and that's kind of how I feel about that that ride at Disneyland Paris. Is this could be anything really? Yeah, the, the, even the trains aren't really themed. No, exactly. They need to be like minecarts from like the Temple of Doom or something. Yeah, yeah. Or and then even the queue area. I mean, I, I, I'm sure there is a, probably a fedora line around there, but I can't really remember. Well, that and, was, was quite in and out of that queue, weren't we? Yeah, I suppose. Long. Um, I mean, they've got this film coming out. Uh, yeah. So I don't know whether they could do something with that, you know. An on-site old people's home at this theme park, maybe, or something like that. Like, it's just live, Harrison Ford's yeah, in there. Just... Like, ride the, uh, you know, live the Indiana Jones 5 experience, which is just, you know. Harrison Obviously, Ford. there is the uh, hangar bar in Disney Springs. Yes, I've not been there yet. No. I don't think it's been open uh, last time I was there. No, it is open now. Uh, mm. The food's meant to be okay. Right. Um you go there for the Named for after the, the guy who, is, who gives him the plane ride out of the uh, opening of the first film, yes. correct? So um, the, the story behind that is that he went with Indy, with Indy to the Disney Springs to find some magical thing. Uh, and he really liked it and decided that when he retired, he was going to settle down there. Oh, and set up a bar. Yeah. Nice. Well, he sets up a hangar and you know starts serving drinks out oh, of the hangar okay. and... Yeah, but yeah, they they need to get a bit more character into any sort of large Indiana Jones yes location. I think you know, and and find a home. I think for that uh, brilliantly dated indie uh, animatronic from the great movie ride with his wonderful <laughs> hairpiece. That was uh, epic. It was. Yeah. They need to find a new home for him somewhere. Um, all right, cool. So it sounds like based on this, the rides are going to be. There's not necessarily going to be a new. You know, it sounds like they're going to bring stuff over. Um, 
Um, I mean, yeah. But before we move on, is there anything in particular you would like? You put your creative hat on. Um, you know, what kind of thing would you come up with for this? I mean, cause I feel like that stunt show. I'm, I'm surprised. I know it takes up a lot of space, but I am sort of surprised that that would go because I do think that does. It gets you laughed get about. The indie experience. You get, it gets laughed about a lot these days. All oh, right. And it's it's not the idea that Hollywood Studios is turning into. So obviously, when MGM first opened, it was all it was a working studio, you know, had actual TV shows being filmed there. So the shows were sort of like, oh, we're going behind the scenes. Yeah. So you had the uh, the tram tour, you had the movie ride, we go through the movies. Uh, the Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones stunt show, where it had the this is how we did this thing. Look, the boulder is weighs nothing. Mm. Um, so it's not really the style they're going for anymore. Mm. They want you know proper, more authentic. Uh, experiences where you're in the movies yeah Um, well yeah potentially a big project then but one that you'd imagine I mean beyond Star Wars is there anything officially announced for past that at MGM or is it all Uh, and past that Magic Kingdom that's sort of over the next four years yeah so you got uh, they're opening up a new cars experience at MGM so you'd have to walk past Rock and Roller Coaster Okay. And there's a building after Rock and Roller Coaster where they're putting the cars experience. Right. That's just like a meet and greet with the cars. Right. Of course, by then it'll be the Rock and Roller Coaster with the Jonas Brothers. Yes. Let's not forget. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I watched Jumanji last night and Nick, Nick, Nick Jonas was the in The new there. one. Yeah. It's, it's good, doesn't it? It is good. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's potentially interesting. A, a new Indiana Jones experience at... Um, at MGM, um, staying within Orlando, um, and speaking of like new rides, uh, Universal have filed, uh, it would appear, um, some interesting patents um, for new ride systems. Um, so we've got the report up here. Where, where are we sourcing this from? Universal dot wdwinfo dot com. Yeah, that stands for Walt Disney World Info. It does. Yeah. Um, so looking at the, I mean, just purely from looking at these. Um, visuals um, and if you've not seen them I, I recommend giving it a Google here because they look kind of amazing like unlike anything I've seen at a theme park in real life at least because one of them Josh as the article points out does resemble the gyrospheres in Jurassic World it does hmm. and, and the Jurassic World too yes uh, hopefully like the kids don't come included yeah I won't go on that ride if they do yeah although if Chris Pratt's there then... well yeah I guess that would be alright but um, yeah I mean I mean, you look at those gyrospheres. The, the obvious, uh, the obvious conclusion, perhaps, to draw there is a new Jurassic Park ride yeah. based on the newer films. Um, but of course, the you know the, the the not spanner in the works. But I guess the curveball to this is that we don't necessarily have to. Well, the, one, this isn't necessarily specific to Orlando. No. But if it, what let's assume it is for now. This, of course, doesn't necessarily have to form part of what's already there. This could be part of this. Uh, new park that they are uh, strongly rumoured to be working on. Yeah, some people have argued that they've already broken ground on the new park. Ah. So yeah, is Spielberg finally going to get the entire Jurassic World park that he's always wanted? Oh, we get actual dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> What's your take on this? Because I suppose as 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 great as um, a lot of the new rides have been over the last few years and the ones that are to come, I don't necessarily know if there have been as big of a leap forward in terms of like a ride systems as these things here look like they could be, you know, yeah. I mean the Harry Potter, the first Harry Potter ride, I guess was quite unique in terms of its ride system. But in terms of a lot of the other stuff we've seen, it's, you know, lots of roller coasters, obviously ones that are now more yeah. heavily themed and whatnot, but definitely things we've seen before. Whereas these are, you know, very unique looking. The, the, I think the interesting thing for me that with all three of these that we've seen here, uh, they're all wearing VR goggles by the looks of things. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. No, I, I, I'm not really into that idea. So, uh, I don't know if you know SeaWorld, uh, the Kraken ride. Yeah. They added VR, rebranded mm. themselves as Kraken Unleashed. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they've since removed the VR because oh, right. it didn't work properly. In what way? It, it... Uh, so, it kept going out of sync. Um, and you, like, you ha- it slows down loading times. Yeah. Because you have to Go in, clean them all. Um, oh, yeah, because everyone's, everyone's going to be—they're all going to be really sweaty. Yeah, 
Um, they're, they're all not very nice. Obviously, you don't want anyone to get pink eye. No. Which is a big VR problem. People who've, who've like put their fake tan on that morning are yeah. going to end up with awful yeah. smears on their face. Yeah, and then the next person that puts it on gets orange rings around their eyes. Yeah, it's not a good look. No. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there. You know, they, this might actually just be 3D glasses. We don't... Yeah, it could be. So, no. Yeah, so one of them looks like a gyrosphere, as we said. The other one, I guess, could best be described... From here, at least, as I mean, you, I, I said a Star Wars speed of art. You said more of like a Tron light cycle. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, I, d- I don't know. It looks like some sort of gym equipment. <laughs> yeah, I thought he looked like a Thunderbird. Sure. Yeah, that works. Like he's, you know, a Thunderbird jetpack. Yeah. For saving it's, people. It's, it's an interesting one. I mean, he's standing up, the the guy in this diagram. He's yeah. got sort of handlebars in front of him that are sort of coming off of this. Yeah. And he's got his, his legs are locked in. His legs are locked in, his and then chest is locked in, and he's got shoulder straps as well. Shoulder straps that go down to what looks like uh, I don't know what the best way of describing that really is, but it, it, it's like a rectangular shaped. I assume it would be sort of padded. Um, Something that you're gonna like press against you. Yeah, and... it goes down from sort of his mid torso down to just below his pelvis, really. And, yeah, uh, yeah, he's very, very secured in that in whatever that is. Um, it's it's one heck of a contraption. It it certainly is. So the article that we're looking at here sort of speculates that they could be, I mean, like new motion simulated style attractions. Um, looks like they could sort of um, simulate stuff like flying or like horseback riding yeah. or bike riding. I mean, so if you stick the one where standing up, you could stick that on site, sort of like the arm that the Harry Potter ride is on. Yeah, and that and then you've got full motion there. Mm. So that's a kind of an interesting idea. I mean, just purely looking at that, that looks like it would take a significantly longer amount of time than most ride systems that exist now to actually just get people off and on. Yeah. I mean, because one, it's like, it's, it's an individual, like, it's one person in there. It's not like a row of four or whatever. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it looks complicated. I'd, I'd imagine you've got quite specific height requirements on, on that one as yeah, well. Yeah. Can't be too tall, can't be too short. Yeah, indeed. Um, even even the sort of light cycle speed bike one, Yeah, you've got what looks like a chest plate on mm. and a back plate. Yeah. Guessing that all of these will have the potential to go upside down. Yeah, I mean the gyrosphere is one of the pictures there is is of it upside down because obviously it's, it's going to roll. Yeah, um, you would presume. I don't know. I mean that just looks like it would make you feel sick. Um, I, I guess, guess you're getting kicked around by a T Rex or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my one my, my sort of what I would think of as that gyrosphere thing. I don't know if it would necessarily be on a track or almost like it would be in sort of. Uh, uh, yeah, sort of a more of a motion simulator environment where you've maybe got some sort of 360 degree screen around you, Ooh, yeah. 3D, and that's they just sort of plonk a load of those into this big room with the screens around you, and it almost worked like yeah, the Simpsons ride, how yeah. all the cars are in exactly the same building. Like you look up and around, you, you can, can see, see them all. Up, yeah, which is really strange to me. Yeah, um, and then everyone's just looking at the same screen. Um, I don't know if it would work in a way something like that, maybe, and then they're all sort of spinning and whatever independently of of one another, rather than like um, if anyone's been on the Ratatouille ride in Paris, where they're all on like a trackless system as well, but they're all sort of going in slightly different variant variations of the same direction. Yeah, they're all sort of dancing around each other, but all heading in the same. Yeah. Whereas these, I almost feel like, would be stationary and would just sort of rotate and spin, and sort of create the illusion of movement. Yes, I think so. I don't know if that would maybe be how those. I'd imagine work. so. You know, again, they've got the headsets on, so if it's VR, mm. then that's you know. Yes, indeed. If it's VR, that would that would. I don't know. I mean, VR is going to be interesting, um, not just on, you know on a theme park level, but just in general. Like it's in a very sort of. It's difficult to know sort of what the main audience of VR is right now. It feels like everyone is still trying to work that out. And as we said, it's impossible to know exactly how or when these kind of things would come into play because obviously there's all this speculation about a third park. Zelda horseback riding. Oh, yes. Zelda horseback riding. That is a very good shout. Yeah, Zelda the, horseback the, riding. the uh, rumoured Nintendo yeah. area or potentially part of this new park. Yeah. Curveball. Oh, E.T. remastered. Oh. Actual bikes. Yes. <laughs> Need a pre-queue video. We absolutely do. Yeah. I and mean, there's got to be some Spielberg presence in there. Is that is that a thing? Is that like an actual That's always been a thing that a someone has... I've always said that. Mm. It's always... People have always said that, so... Yeah. 
Bring back Jaws, that's what I say. Well, yeah, potentially interesting. I mean, and of course we should stress as well, not necessarily exclusive to Orlando, but... Yeah, uh, you know, Singapore... Singapore could do with some new stuff, from what I understand. um... In fact, there's some interesting news coming out of Universal Singapore, which maybe we'll talk about um, one of the trip reports we have in the offing is Universal Singapore, um, where I've been in the not-too-distant past. Um, And there was some interesting um, uh, news out of Singapore that might you know, proved to be good news for a, for Universal um, and a potential expansion there, um, but we won't talk about that now. Let's let's move on to our, the final news story for this week that we um, earmarked, and, and again, sort of keeping it in Orlando, but um, not Disney or Universal. This time, we're going to talk about SeaWorld, um, who are, I think over the last couple of years have definitely been sort of refocusing on rides rather than uh, their marine animals. Of course, ever since Blackfish came out, they have had to sort of reassess their strategy absolutely um and um but not quite in terms of like fully phasing out their marquee whale show and i must say i'm not 100 percent sure what that's even called now is that um uh, it's been changed a few one times. ocean it's still one ocean yeah is this the one is this the one about the kid who has the uh the necklace with the yeah and she grows up to be one of the trainers, trainers at SeaWorld. like yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm uh-huh. at the whales in the wild and i've always dreamed of uh riding on them in captivity <laughs> um i'm sure that's uh indeed true but um yeah reports that uh unlike SeaWorld San Diego, which has already ditched its yes. show, Orlando are going to cling on a bit longer. Well, SeaWorld San Diego's got more more of the local population that goes, right. whereas uh, Orlando has more of an international mm. uh, audience, so they want to see those shows still. Uh, you, you know, a lot of South American countries travel there to Orlando. You get a lot of them. In, uh, a lot of them go to Orlando. And you go to Disney World and Universal, and you want to see SeaWorld shows as well. Mm. Um, I remember way back, what ninety eight, seeing what it was, it was called the Shamu Show back then. I was feel it just like, called the Shamu Show. I feel like it was. Mm. Uh, I might be wrong on that. I was five. Sure, but uh, I've always really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I've always preferred the Dolphin Show personally. I never um, did the Dolphin Show. You've never done the Dolphin I, Show. No, tell a lie. I did the Dolphin Show in the first time in ninety eight. Oh. Um, back before because my mum uh, did. Swimming with the dolphins, yeah, and you used to do that in the dolphin show tank, right? Uh, before Discovery Cove was a thing, huh? Yeah, but it's quite surprising, really. Uh, SeaWorld uh, just showcased their new uh, raft ride, yeah, which looks really cool. Uh huh. That's op- is that open now? Or? If they've they've had journalists there, right? So well, I haven't been invited. Well, yeah, same. Uh. What the hell, say SeaWorld? One day. But yeah, um, I guess, I mean, there's not much else to say about it, really. I mean, they've replaced it at San Diego with a, like an educational show. Yeah. Presumably that'll be what they do in Orlando eventually as well. Although with, with Orlando gravitating far more towards rides, I guess, you know, there's potential for them to just say, screw this, we'll just build a ride here. Um, there's a lot of land there that yeah. you can build a decent ride in. But then I guess, you know, SeaWorld have really got to reposition themselves as, right, how, you know, what's the reason to go to SeaWorld? It's rides and that's not really a USP. No. Um, it's Un- like... Unless you've got what, the, the most thrilling roller coasters. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I maintain that Manta is the best roller coaster I've ever been on. And it's real good. It's very good. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, even that's a bit... It's fairly old now. And no yeah. one else has really done anything like that. Uh, was it Make You? Um, in Orlando. It's meant to be really good. Mm. Yeah, that one is also good. It's phenomenally smooth. It's almost like... It almost feels wrong how smooth it is. Like this doesn't, yeah, it's, it's strange. But I mean, I think this is a top. You know, this is a potential topic of the week at some point. Just SeaWorld and how they're going to sort of, you know, what the future looks like for them. But um, it seems like it's going to be shamu-less. Yes. And whatever the case. Well, um, I think that'll probably just about do it um, for the news. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to head to Club Topicana, Josh. We sure are. See you in a bit. Welcome back. We are here at Club Topicana, Josh. Drinks are free. Drinks are free at Club Topicana, but of course no alcohol. 
allowed in most theme parks. So uh, yeah. we're sticking it with a Pepsi Max and a black coffee. Um, but this is where we're going to sort of take a topic for the week and just talk about it, really. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that's on the theme park news agenda. This kind of is, but it's not necessarily something that's going to make headlines outside of Kent Online. Oh, um, what a bastion of, of news. Of news, indeed it is. Um, so, Josh, I mean, believe it or not, as um, a theme park based in somewhere potentially a lot of people won't have heard of who are into theme parks, North Kent. North Kent. Getting even more specific, the Swanscombe Peninsula. Um, but it could, well, it should already be home to a quote-unquote world-class theme park and resort. It isn't. No, yeah. <laughs> it remains to be seen whether it ever will be, although the uh, bosses behind the London Resort, formerly known as Paramount Park, insist that one day it will be home to such a theme park. Um there was uh, some news about a week ago, as of recording, that um, uh, Kelt Bray, a construction and engineering company, um, had announced that they were going to invest um, about £25 million into the London resort, which, I mean, if you're not familiar, and um, quite frankly, we don't blame you if you aren't, or perhaps you were at some point and have now forgotten about it because it's been so long. This has been in the offing for, I don't know, like 80 years at this point. It feels um, like can it. You, can you remember exactly when we might have first heard about this? Was it before London 2012? I can't remember. Like, it, it must have been around that sort of time. Yeah, right? I, feel I think like it might have been after, it was maybe, on the back of that. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, originally this was going to be called Paramount Park. Park. It was going to be a theme park primarily based on Paramount properties yeah. that would also leverage you know, British IP like BBC stuff, Doctor Who, Alderman stuff like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Potentially they'd sign deals with others as well. And it was going to be this theme park on, as we said, the Swanscombe Peninsula, but it would be called Paramount Park London in much the same way as... Um, Stansted Airport's called London Stansted. Yeah, or Disneyland Paris is called Disneyland Paris when actually it's about 40 minutes away. Yeah. This is much the same. This would be about 40 minutes from London, potentially less if you were, depending on how you were getting there. But it's been uh, fraught with difficulties ever since then. Countless delays. As we said, it should have been open by now. There's no real sign of it opening anytime soon. They haven't even submitted a planning application. I, I'm surprised it's not a housing estate by now. Tom. Well, I mean, I'm quite shocked as well. And I mean, I'm, I'm someone who, you know, isn't quite as cynical about this as a lot of locals seem to be, which is, you know, the roads aren't up to it, blah bloody blah, blah And I kind of agree with that, but... I also just think it would be neat to have something like this in North yeah. Kent, you know, get more people in and spending money and create more jobs, etc., etc. But that's not necessarily why we want to talk about it. I mean, we just kind of want to talk a little bit about what's up with it, like what's going on. So, you know, as we know, it's not paramount anymore, and that's been the case for, I feel like, maybe even 18 months. So yeah, quite 18 months, long, two years. It's, yeah. it's been, I think, longer than it feels. And, um, yeah, uh, just kind of. Do you see this happening? I guess is the <laughs> first question here because oh. they now they're saying planning permission or planning application will go in in twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Um, so let's say best case scenario that does that does happen and it is approved fairly uh, quickly. Um, this might be unrealistic, but let's say planning application goes in twenty nineteen is approved that same year. Still probably going to be four years away. Yeah, um, I, I think we're talking 2025 at the earliest. Yeah, and by that time it would have been almost, what, I don't know, let's say 13 years since it was first mooted. I think, if we're being honest, it's probably not going to happen at this point. What do you think? I think you might be right, Tom, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, Are I'm, you on board? I'm on board with it. I want to do it. I yeah. want it. Yeah. I want it. You want a job there. Let's not, let's well, yeah, let's right. be fair, yeah. But like, so, we've got Screamscape open. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking at, you know, the timings of the news articles about the London Resort. Yeah. So, uh, 2017, December. Yeah. And then there's a seven-month gap to the like the next news article. Right. On the 25th of July this year. Yeah. And then when you get two articles, and there's nothing until, as we were recording this two days ago, on the 31st of the 10th. Right. Uh, 31st of October. So, that, that sort of sums up how... Well, this mm. is going. Yeah, indeed. I mean, looking back on that news drop from December 2017, um, the, the London Resort, that, that was, I think, the last delay um, in terms of the unveiling of sort of... The, because, I, mean, I mean, it sums it up to me. So, I mean, I mentioned Kent Online earlier, which is um, 
you know a local news source here um and i think uh, a story that they did run about this 25 million pound funding which is not a lot of money in the grand scheme let's make that clear yeah um they were using in terms of pictures to just break up the text they were just using old concept art from the original yeah. unveiling and you know that's not them being lazy that is purely a fact of that's all there is yeah. like that's all they can really show in terms of this is what the part was going to look like um when they first announced it and um we're still waiting to see how that has changed it looked cool it does uh, those you know Concept art looks really cool. Yeah, most definitely, and 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 I think they've already kind of scaled it back because that original plan was like it's going to have hotels and, well, and, and kind of like a, yeah. for lack of a better way of phrasing it, almost like a Disney Springs type area where you're going to have you know something that was purely restaurants and. I mean, you say that, but you know, entertainment. So the July one of the July news articles says that there will be two different gates, which means two different parts. Huh. You know, your, your Universal Studios and your Islands of Adventure, your Disneyland Paris and your Disney Studios, yeah, etc. Uh, etc. Et which is uh, quite big, yeah, straight off the bat, yeah. To go, if that's true, uh, who knows? Uh, same, you know, the next day in July, Doctor Who IP, mm. uh, in sort of a throwaway comment, yeah, that Doctor Who was going to be involved. I mean, 2023 is still the year that they are mooting as an opening date, which is absurd. I mean, I guess that's 29. If you if they somehow break ground in 2019, yeah, that's four years. Yeah, which is it's not like if they manage to break ground in 2019, it's feasible that their plan is 2023. Right. They won't make it. No, and I can guarantee that. Yeah, you much like all of them. I think every project in yeah. the UK. I mean, and but like for anyone outside the, the UK, like UK notorious for taking forever over big infrastructure projects. And the big parks have Great always projects. struggled. Mm. You know, uh, Disneyland Paris was a struggle. Uh, Shanghai was a struggle. Yeah. So you know, even Disney's struggling to get stuff on time. Yeah. You're gonna a new guy isn't necessarily gonna be able to walk straight in and. Hey, we'll just have two gates open in four years. Mm. And what kind of what form do you think this is going to take if it does come to fruition? I mean, obviously, you know, you could spin it as, oh, now we're detached from Paramount. There's way more scope to go out and sign individual deals. There's more, perhaps, potential for 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 variety. I mean, I may be simplifying this hugely, but I've always kind of wondered why someone like Universal doesn't come in and try and make a deal out of this because they don't have a presence in Europe at all. Um, and it's kind of the only part of the world that they don't. Um, Disney do. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think we found out when we went to Disneyland Paris, you get plenty of Brits over there. So it's not purely locals. You get people who are more than willing to make what is a fairly short and easy journey yeah. for now um, <laughs> and, and go over there. Um, so, you know, a theme park on London's doorstep, of which there isn't one, really. No. Um, I mean, yeah. it's kind of a bit of a. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's more of a ball lake than you might expect to get to a decent theme park where where we live, which is well, yes. know, kind of on the fringes of London. Thought Park is the easiest to get to. Yeah, of the um, good theme parks. I mean, I feel like this should there should be a real market and a real appetite for this. I mean, I hate to use the B word on a podcast Uh-oh. that's meant to be you know all fun and games, but 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 Brexit, Charles. Oh, I know, but Brexit. I mean, for a start, the uh, I feel like like the timeline on Brexit is very much going the same way as this theme park. It's like, no, honestly, we're gonna we're gonna get it done. It's fine. It's what? Like, yeah, but you're not though, are you? When this but, was a, someone's idea, yeah. You know, when this was first announced, Brexit wasn't even on the table. Well, exactly. This was like the doors are open to the UK. We've yeah. just done the Olympics. How brilliant was that? A fantastic celebration of Britain, whilst yeah. also being a sort of throwing your arms open there, to the there world. There was talks about Since trains then, from Berlin all the way into London. Wow. Since then, it's just, you know, we've gone into our shell, you know. And, and you have to imagine, I know this is all privately funded, so it's not like, oh, if the government is going to tighten the purse strings, that's not going to have an impact on this. But, I mean, you have to imagine that building something like this in London or just outside London is not as attractive a proposition now as it was five years ago. Well, yeah. Because people know. are going to have... If we uh, if we believe the reports about the potential direction of Brexit, 
less money in their pocket, less money to spend. You're going to be relying even more on people coming over from abroad. And it's going to be harder for them to get here, Indeed. in theory. Yeah, there'll be queuing ages to get into the country, then queuing ages to get into the, well, onto the onto the A2, yeah. and then ages to get into the park, yeah. and ages to get onto the rides. Yeah. It's going to be an absolute nightmare. Dartford Tunnel will be shut. Dartford Tunnel will just be constantly shut. They could make a ride at the park themed around the Dartford Tunnel, don't you think? Just that, that's just the queue. I mean, is that the solution here? Do we just rebrand it, like, Brexit world? <laughs> you could have a roller coaster that like goes up and down. There's a metaphor for the changing value of the pound. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't ever go up very high, I guess, but there'd be lots of good steep drops. It starts so be, high. Uh, you could have it's a small world, but like the vast majority of it is just empty because we've kicked all the foreigns out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like ah. Uh, anyway, yeah. There was, and you know, uh, let's not talk about Brexit anymore. The last elections. Last general elections, you know, yeah. like, uh, the Lib Dems, which if you guys don't know, is a party in the UK. Right. Um, unlike Miley Cyrus's party in the USA. <laughs> well, yes, of course. More members of that party in yes. the USA. Uh, yeah. And one of their ideas... I in... vote for the Miley Cyrus party. Nothing to lose at this point. Well, she wanted true. to come over and yeah. say, hey guys. Hell, why not? Yeah, I'd do it. They, I mean, They had a, it was like a streetcar. I mean, the Tories are uh, using oh, their man. own wrecking ball. Uh, oh, am I right? Uh, uh, so, what's another one? Uh, anyway. Local Lib Dems yeah. in the Dartford area. This is getting very niche. Yeah, I know. But it's kind of cool. Is so this the tram? You're the tram. About? The streetcar that's going to have a tunnel through from Lakeside to... Which is a shopping centre. Yes. In Essex. Yeah, which is on the other side of the... So, Essex is north of the Thames. Um, this park is going to be on the south side. Yeah. And then uh, also a link to Bluewater as well. So they all be linked and you could like potentially not even go through the Dartford Crossing. You could stop and park in Thurrock mm. and then just get the streetcar over. Yeah. Which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I mean, look let's not talk about it for too much longer in terms of specifically this tram thing. But um, uh, as, a, as a reporter formerly of this parish, um, yeah, uh, sort of was given a fairly good insight into what that tram project might look like. And it does on paper sound kind of ideal, not just for you know the local community but to get all over the place but specifically for this theme park it sounds like something that they you know the people behind this theme park would probably look favorably on a transport project of that type but as it stands right now there's no doubt that sort of the transport links around this place are brilliant they're, they're on paper fine there's like the road network you got the, trains, the high speed lines and everything like that there's plenty of ways to get to this part of the world but they're very heavily used already. It's very easy for it all to come to a, uh, a screeching halt. And I guess that is, when you talk to cynical locals about this project, that's kind of what they always point to. It's the roads are bad enough as it is, yeah. you know. And you look at, again, you, you look to Orlando as a reference point because one of my favourite, <laughs> again, this is getting very niche, but one of my favourite quotes I ever took from the leader of Dartford Council, Dartford being one of the local towns to where this park's going to be, is that he... Um, this would, this would have been about two years ago, but he maybe even three. But he was talking as though Disney, uh, Dartford could almost become like the Kissimmee of Kent. Oh. It's like on the doorstep. It's like this community on the doorstep of these wonderful theme parks that very much can thrive because of these theme parks. Has he been to Kissimmee? I, I don't know. Because there's a real, you know, stark difference between, you know, you've got Disney yeah. and then you've got the bad part of Kiss Me. Well, I always say, you know, if you're within the purple lampposts, that's, you're safe, you're fine. You know, nothing yeah. evil will befall you And there. then you've got the, 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 was it the 192? Sure. Which is, uh, if you've seen the Florida Project film, mm. sums up what that road is like. Right. Um, can be quite rough. Uh, and then obviously you've got the villas, which are a part, you know, the other side of that. It's all quite nice. Well, I mean, maybe he maybe he is well aware that there are parts of Kissimmee that are rough, and, and frankly, there are parts of Dartford that yeah, are rough. Dartford, so maybe he was Gravesend, not you know, nail on the head there. Yeah, um, you know, we just need to erect our own version of the purple lamppost and mm. be like, this part of Dartford's fine. Purple lampposts in West Dartford. Uh, rest of the place is uh, no purple lamp. As long as we get a big shop with a massive wizard on the front of it, exactly. I'm all for it. Indeed, indeed. Um, but yeah, I mean. As I said, we're getting a bit niche with this, I suppose. But I, I guess we can we can switch it back again. Yeah, sure. Go back to the park. Yeah. So obviously you mentioned Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, there's other talks of uh, Top Gear being involved. Right. What do you think, ride wise? Where do we go with Doctor Who, Top Gear? Doctor Who. I mean, kind of the the 
the the potential for a Doctor Who ride is kind of limitless, you know. I mean, that show can very much go anywhere, and you'd imagine like you, some sort of motion simulator. I guess is the easy answer for just about any any sort of theme park ride that's based on an on an IP at this point. Um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking, and I think that kind of stuff. There's almost more of a market for that here because you look at places like Thought Park and Alton Towers, and people go there really for the roller coasters, yep. and they are great. But you know, stuff like Doctor Who and any other IP they might be able to get on board does open the door for sort of more ride the movie type experiences yeah. that um, that those other parks don't have. Hogwarts style could be quite cool because mm-hmm. then you sort of you can have multiple people going around with the Doctor. Yeah, uh, swap out the Doctor every time would be sweet. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Or, you know, see how many doctors you could get on board. Could you get, like, a few of them to come oh, back yeah. to their, like, you know, you go, you could have, like, four different sort of variants of the ride going on. If you could get, like, uh, Whitaker, Capaldi, Tennant and Smith yeah. to come back and each do an, their own really version cool. of it. And, like, you know, come with me. And, and you got um, uh, uh, the guy, guy who played Filch. Oh yeah, who, uh, David then, Bradley is it? Who the, yeah, because he played the first Doctor. Yes, he did. That'd be really cool yeah. if, you, if you got someone like him on board to redo that yeah. sort of part. Uh, because of course, when this was Paramount, you could obviously rattle off stuff like Mission Impossible and Star Trek as potential um, yeah. properties. Now that's a little more uncertain, so you're kind of having to speculate a little bit more, like whether. You know, do, do the people behind this park do? Are they going to go out and sign loads of individual deals, or are they going to go and try and f- secure a, even, a an agreement similar to what they had with Paramount with somebody else? Even Top Gear was different. Well, yeah, when it was first announced. Yeah, you had the three buffoons. Yeah, now you've got. Um, well, now you've got. You're going to have uh, Freddie Flintoff and Paddy Paddy McGuinness and Chris. Yeah, not sure still. it quite has the same appeal. I don't know how. Top, no, Top Gear's been getting on. Um, you know the Ardman stuff. I think there's plenty of potential there for. I mean, one thing I would say, like an so, Ardman, yeah, um, Hanna Barbera ride, yeah, yeah, that would like be Jimmy good. Neutron, yeah, worth some like a grand day out. That would make yeah. a good, yeah, thing or or a train ride with the penguin, yeah. like the tracks being built in front of That'd you as really you go along. Cool. Um, that would be neat. So yeah, I mean, there's still potential for this, but let's be frank, it's never happening. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, but then so I don't know what else you do. Like no. if, if so that obviously they're the two big marquee names, Top Gear, Doctor Who, whereas like Sherlock you can't really do no. uh what wh- where else do you go? In terms of like British Yeah things. Uh EastEnders. EastEnders, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you could you could have an area that was recreated uh Albert Square. You could do, I guess, but that would have absolutely no play to anyone outside England, would it? No. You, uh, I, I don't know. You could no. have a, you'd have an old English pub in there. Yeah, I um, guess you'd have a little like grassy area where you could eat food. Yeah. Um, I mean, Harry Potter is the obvious thing, isn't it? But it's yeah, what, it's, it's it's what exactly the deal is with that in terms of is it is it exclusively for use by Universal? There's no Universal Europe, as we've no, already I mean, mentioned. I mean, that's why I was like, would Universal be interested in sort of taking the reins on this? Or at, least, or, or at least part, or could the London Resort say to Universal, "Hey, do you want a slice of this pie?" Because you have to imagine. I mean, from what I understand, like J.K. Rowling has been fairly well involved with what's happened. You know, the, the Harry Potter stuff in other parts of the world. Yeah. I mean, well, I think certainly that initially, I think having seen what a good job they did with the first Harry Potter land in Orlando, she's probably been far more comfortable to just be like, "Yeah, guys, if it's going to be like this everywhere, I think, I think go she's, right." She's ahead. been a stickler. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. But you'd have to imagine she'd love. I mean, because that Harry Potter tour thing, uh, the Warner Brothers by. Yeah. I- I'd love to do that, but it's booked in advance like, men- like crazy. Yeah. So the appetite for Harry Potter is huge still. Yeah. And certainly here. And people go and see that show that you have to watch two shows to yeah. watch. So you have to think that that's got to be part of this, really. Uh, somehow. Yeah. James Bond, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you throw in there. I don't know how these days. No. There's a lot of potential for something like this, but I think you know, value of the pound coaster is still my uh, favourite. That's your, your go-to. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Sean Bean needs to be in there somehow. Sean Bean does probably need to be in there somehow. I agree. I mean, I, I I'd love for this to happen, but I just can't see it at this point. I just feel like the opportune moment for it to happen has kind of been and gone, and it just feels like a lot of money is now has already been wasted and more and more is being wasted. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know. I mean, 
that 25 million quid I don't know if there's any sort of specifics on what that is exactly gone towards or what but I mean I, I know one of the guys that's like meant to be bankrolling this owns one of the local football clubs Ebbsfleet United and they've been having terrible financial problems lately and I don't suppose that's a particularly good sign but yeah agreements still in place with Armin and the BBC Worldwide well uh, 27,000 jobs that'd be good <laughs> it would what we're saying here, uh, you know, company was involved in developments including the 2012 Olympic Park and venues, Elf Court and Crossrail. Well, there we are, and then with Crossrail still not open, so they have, yeah, um, they have they have expertise when it comes to uh, highly delayed projects that yeah. everyone's become extremely cynical about. So we'll have to wait and see how this goes, I guess. But uh, it doesn't, you know, it's it's hard to be particularly optimistic, but. I'm sure we will return to this topic at some point. Fingers in, crossed. In the future. Yeah, here's hoping for a news article next year. Yeah. Maybe, you know, six months down the line. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but that's going to do it, I guess, from Club Topicana. Yeah. And it will do it for this week's show as well. Um, thanks very much for listening. If you have done so, um, crazy, we, crazy people. Indeed. Um, the plan is to be back on a weekly basis. We're going to have, we've got a couple of trip reports lined up for you. Um, Park, we've been to recently. Uh, we've got Disneyland Paris coming up. We've got yep. um, the Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris as well coming up. We've got Universal Singapore coming up and, and other good stuff. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, as we mentioned at the top of the show. It's at Park Rush, Park Rush Podcast. Yep. Facebook is the same. And on SoundCloud, if you're not listening to us there, um, that's kind of our that's kind of our hosting home uh, with soundcloud.com slash parkrush but we're hoping that by the time you are listening to this you may well have found us elsewhere perhaps iTunes or Spotify or someone like yeah. that we don't know exactly yeah, yeah. whatever your favourite podcasting app is indeed uh, but as I said that'll do it thanks very much for listening Josh until next time goodbye 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 <laughs>